How's everybody this morning? Everybody doing really good, man? Man, what a great week it was this week. What a crazy week it was this week. Hey, by the way, uh, I don't know if I did this in the first service or not, man, because it was, man, we were like packed all like crazy this morning for the first service, and I think I forgot to mention Rekindle tonight. Did I or did I not? I forgot. And of course I did. Hey, tonight, 5 o'clock, we've got uh, Rekindle. We're going to be, no, 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 I think I did lift up, did I? No. Dang it. All right. Well, that's all right. We're still going to have it. Okay, it's canceled. Never mind. No. So rekindled tonight, 5 o'clock, guys. We're going to be having a worship night here, lifting up our students. Somebody actually brought uh, a basket full of, of socks and underwear. And you may ask, why is there a basket full of socks and underwear? But, uh, man, went to the went to talk to Edgerton Elementary last week or a couple weeks ago. And I said, hey, if we've got a collection for you guys, so I'm thinking like, man, we could fix some backpacks, get some notebooks, put some pencils in it, get some protractors, whatever. No, that's, that's I don't know. But, you know, some calculators or what, whatever, you know. I'm thinking, man, we could, we could hook you guys up and do all that kind of stuff. And thank God I did not do that because sometimes I'll move and not think. I asked them what they actually needed and wanted. They said things like socks and underwear. So when the kids are out there playing on the playground, they fall into a mud puddle, they have to walk around with, wet underwear all day. I'm like, that's a good idea, you know, stuff like, you know, dry erase markers, but, you know, those kinds of things. Uh, if you want to, go on uh, New City Church Edgerton Facebook page, uh, the list of things that they've asked for, things like Fisker's Kid Scissors, all that kind of stuff, you know, things that, that nobody would have thought of. Um, man, man, go go check that out and see if you can't bring some of that stuff tonight. We're going to be giving that to Edgerton Elementary this week. Um, and, and so it's just a way to bless our community, bless uh, those that we, you know, are, it's, it's our neighbors, right? And they said, this is what we need, and so this is what we're going to do. And so and I love that, that, that we're going we're gonna to be doing that and, and blessing them with that. So see you guys tonight, 5 o'clock, man. And if you haven't been to a worship set or a rekindle like, like tonight, it's awesome. I mean, it's, it's been, it's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So Holy Spirit's definitely alive and well, and uh, we love him, and we love, uh, love the fact that, uh, that we can... We can honor him in the things that we do. Amen? Amen. Hey, uh, if I did not introduce myself, uh, my name is Casey. I'm one of the pastors here at New City. I don't think, I think I may have met everybody in here this morning or not, but I know we had a, we had a ton of visitors for the first service too. So, man, if I didn't catch you, man, catch me after. We'll want to meet you and that kind of thing. Uh, something you don't, you may or may not know about me, even if you do know me, is that I work for a uh, roofing company full-time. Uh, I'm going to put this pin somewhere. So. Sorry. Um, I work for a roofing company full-time, or almost full-time. I'm a full-time pastor, and I work for a full-time uh, roofing company just about uh, 40 hours a week for that, too. And, uh, and this past week, I uh, had, the, had the honor of going to do some training. I uh, had to train some guys on how to do what we do, um, and we happened to be doing it on a, uh, a roof of a prison. I want to show you uh, where this was. It was in Big Spring, Texas. Uh, here's a, several pictures here of the uh, of the actual yes Big Spring Airport it used to be like a naval air uh, you know aviation place that kind of thing and so I don't even know if I'm supposed to have these pictures but I was like in the truck as we're driving by click 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 you know <laughs> you know got the best one here's one from on top of the roof um, and this is kind of the compound of where the where the prisoners are and and man this and, and what we're what we're doing is like there's a metal roof there. It's an old metal metal roof. We're actually filling in the uh, places where the the metal goes down, filling it in, covering it with uh, what's called a product called TPO. 
And so what we're doing there is, is, is basically putting a new roof uh, over, the, over the existing roof. But we're having to stop. You can kind of see some of our material had to stop right there because there's barbed wire that they haven't removed yet. So we've got to wait on them to, to do that. Now, this barbed wire is coated with some sort of chemical that is an anticoagulant. And if you don't know, understand what that means, basically if you get cut, you don't stop bleeding until they get your medical attention. So if somebody tries to escape and they cut themselves, not only can it slow you down if you get, you know, lose some blood, but they can actually follow your blood trail. It's, kind of, it's just wild. You know, the first day that I was there, uh, we had to go through a great deal of training. You know, like, like this, this training, like, hey, if, they, if you get taken hostage, um, you know, and you think, wow, you know, just, I'm just going to put a roof on, man. Nobody's going to take a roof or a hostage. But if, if, if it, all those kinds of things, like don't be stupid, don't, be a, don't try not to be a hero, all that kind of thing. But here's the thing that kept running through my mind as we're talking about, because you know, remember what, what Chris was talking about last week, about spiritual gifting and all that kind of, the end times coming, and that we're supposed to be using our spiritual gifts for the benefit of the church, that kind of thing. Well, we're free, right, to do that. It is for freedom that, that Christ has set us free. And, and one of the things that I was list, looking at is like, like I, I, I could see some of, the, some of the, the, the prisoners walking through. In fact, you can see some of it in there. But, but some of those prisoners are more free than some of us that were on the roof. Like, like, like some of those prisoners have Jesus in their life. Some of the guys that I work with don't. Man, and I'm thinking it is, it is an amazing, incredible thing to be able to, to have the freedom to do what God has asked us to do with the gifting that he's given us. Amen? Come on, New City. Amen? Did I hear, did I hear that? Because here's the thing, man. I mean, when we got done with that first day of training, it was an all-day type of thing. We had to take all kinds of tests just to be able to, to work in the facility. We weren't able to take our cell phones or keys or anything like that. We got frisked every morning uh, before we came in. Uh, that kind of thing. Uh, the first day, it rained, and someone took a picture of me on the roof after the rain. So, so that, is what, that is what I did. That's, that's Shawshank guy, uh, Tim Robbins. But, but, but here's the thing, man. It's like, this is, it, 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 was, it, was an, it was an interesting experience this week because the whole week I kept telling, telling I like kept remembering that it is for, for freedom that Christ set us free. It's for freedom that Christ, like we're free to do what Christ has said, has made us to do. His Holy Spirit has given us gifts to use for the benefit of the rest of us. Amen? And so we're going to talk about that. Listen, keep in mind what Chris said last week about the end times and that we've got to be using these gifts and being ready for the end times. First Peter, so starting in chapter 4, verse 7, says this. He says, the end of all things is near. And let's hurry up and do this. Amen? Therefore, be alert and of sober mind so that you may what? Hey, I think I've got the different version on this one than I got on this. So I'm going to read off with you guys so it doesn't distract anybody. The end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert and of sober mind so that you may pray. Above all, and this is an amazing, I just keep thinking, this is what God keeps saying over and over and over. Above all, love each other deeply. Because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Here's your pizza, right? And I'm going to make you an iced tea, I guess. Because I have to, because I'm a Christian, right? Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. 
If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides. And by this, by the way, I say that with the strength God provides, a lot of people try to do it in their own strength. They, they, I mean, it's like they're not even called to do a certain thing. Well, I got to go feed the homeless or I got to go do this and that. Wear out, right? I'm not saying don't feed the homeless. I'm saying ask God what he wants you to do. Where is he? Be led by the Holy Spirit, right? So that in all things, God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Just like we just sang. Amen. I want to talk a little bit about 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, we talked a few weeks ago. Man, and I got, I got just hammered. Not, not hammered, but hammered by, uh, some, by someone at the end. Like, everybody should have a gift of tongues. Everybody should. I'm like, but this is not what the scriptures necessarily say. I mean, I'm reading it. I'm, you know, by the way, if you're new with us, and you know, we've got some new people. We had a lot of visitors over the last couple of weeks. If you're new with us, I want you to understand something. Regardless of our denomination, regardless of our upbringing, regardless of our experience, regardless of what our mom and dad used to say or our pastor has said, regardless of what I say, we go by what the scriptures say, and we go by that. The scripture, the word is truth. And so we, we don't go by anything else. Can I, can I get an amen on that? Are you guys all right? Because here's the thing, man. I want us to understand, what does it say? Like, I, I don't want to sit there, well, I think, or in my opinion, or I think God says, or I, man, it doesn't matter. What does it say? And that's what we go by. See, 1 Corinthians 12 says, now there are different gifts right? But the same spirit. And there are different ministries, but the same Lord. And there are different results, but the same God who produces all of them in everyone. To each person, the manifestation of the spirit is given for the benefit of all. Who's with me? Are we good? We good? For the benefit of all. For one person is given through the spirit, the message of wisdom. Another, the message of, of knowledge, uh, according to the same Spirit. Another, faith by the same Spirit. And to another, gifts of healing by the one Spirit. To another, performance of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discernment of spirits. To another, different kinds of tongues. To another, interpretation of tongues. <clears throat> it is one and the same Spirit, distributing as who decides. He, not it, right? Not it. As he distributes them to each one, just as he determines. I told you, I don't know if you, if I, if I told this joke, I don't know if, it, I read this, this article, this guy was talking, or this joke, this guy was talking about the Holy Spirit. I, you know, I wonder what it would say if I asked my girlfriend to marry me, right? And he says, you know, he's always, what do you call the Holy Spirit? It. He said, well, you know, it, whatever, you know, because isn't the Holy Spirit a person? And he said, well, you know, you're just going to ask it what, what it needs. And he goes, I'll tell you what you need to do. Why don't you ask the Holy Spirit uh, to have you sit down with your girlfriend, and when you ask it to marry you, see what it says, right? See, this is a relationship, amen? It's a relationship with God that we have. God has placed in 1 Corinthians 12. God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second, prophets, third, teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, and of guidance, and of, of all different kinds of tongues. And he asked the question, Paul says to this church, are all apostles? Some translations that I really like are, are, are he goes, not all are apostles, are they? 
Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all have gifts of healings? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? Now eagerly desire the greater gifts, and yet I will show you the most excellent way. And then right after that, he starts talking in 1 Corinthians 13 about love, the most excellent way. See, we could have these gifts and all these kinds of stuff, but we have no love, we're jacked, right? I don't lose a lot of sleep about our church finances. I don't lose a lot of sleep about how many people are going to be in a service. I think it's blown everybody's mind how many people come to our church in the last year and a half. I'm cool with that. I got I got no I don't lose a lot of sleep whether or not oh man is Pete abiding, right? Is he in the word? I don't lose sleep over that, right? What I lose sleep over is if we ever lose our love. Like if we ever lose our love, we are we are nothing. Like our church might as well not exist because if we don't have love, we're doing it all for the wrong reasons anyway. Like, like I love for God. Like Christ said, I was, I was sitting with one of the roofers this week, claimed to be a Christian, but to be honest with you, he was kind of a jerk. And he said, I don't care, I'm going to heaven, you know, whatever. And I'm like, so I sat with him, I'm like, bro, listen, man, what is the greatest commandment? He goes, I don't know, I think they're all good. Dude, seriously. The greatest commandment is to love God according to Jesus and to love him with everything you got and to love your neighbor as yourself. I mean, basically what you're saying to me is that you're going to go to heaven to hell with everybody else, man. Don't do that. It's hard enough for us that are trying to win people to Christ without Christians being jerks to other people, man. Amen? Man, come on. We got to do this. And he took it. You know, and he was like, and he actually was like, oh, thanks, man. I just, like, nobody ever told him this, like. Please, dude, seriously, why did Jesus come to the earth as perfect as the creator of heaven and the earth, God in the flesh, and still get invited to the parties? Not because he was the son of man, because he was a man who wasn't a jerk when he came. Catch that? He loved people. How can we be like that? How can we look at the rest of our roofing crew and say, I don't want you guys going to hell? How do we do that? I digress. Romans 12 says, for by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment and according with the faith God has distributed, distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ, we, though many, form one body. Catch that? Like, like this is, uh, each member belongs to all the others. Like, you belong to me, I belong to you. We're all, we're, all, we're all one. We're all the same, right? No matter what our gifting, no matter our role, what our talent is, we're all the same. It's for the benefit of all of us. In Christ, we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then, then prophesy in, in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then, then serve. If it is Teaching, then, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then, then give generously. If it is to, to lead, do it diligently. So if it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Guys, we've got great talent and great gifts in our church, man. Like, I, I, I'm amazed at some of the things that, like, I, I drive with Daniel. To, Daniel, if you guys don't know Daniel. Daniel's still in here? Where's Daniel at? You're somewhere, because I know he's right here. you got to be coming back. Daniel, if you're around. But here, anyway, Daniel and I live like a quarter of a mile from each other, so we drive to church a lot of times. Man, and I'm blown away by that cat's wisdom. 
right? I'm like, like, how do you know this, man? I mean, I've been studying the Bible for all this time, and I'm like, like, how do you, how do you even, how do you grasp that, right? Like, that's just heavy. I'm stealing that, by the way, so I can use it for my sermons, because I'm on, yeah, amen? So, so it's for the benefit of everybody. It's, it's incredible to me. Like, there are people in here that have a, like, a, like a, think of David Rawls, who has a has great deal of knowledge. All of a sudden, you look at him and go, man, how, like, how did you, it, like, you got baptized a little over a year ago, and all of a sudden, you know great concepts of the Bible. How do you do that, right? You just started reading this stuff. Like, I'm a slow down, professor, right? I think of, think of guys like Pete, man, that, 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 and I don't know if you know this or not, but we do have, uh, uh, Pete has a gift of healing. Now, we, we don't say, hey, man, we're going to have a healing service, that kind of thing. Like, we're going to wheel people up in a wheelchair. Okay, stand up. And everybody goes, woo, woo, give me all your money. Type. So it's not, not, nothing like that. But I will tell you, like, one night, I don't know if you remember, like, Daniel used to have a paper route. He was saving money for a studio because he was wanting to produce music and films and that kind of thing. And he does that. It's awesome. But he was worked all night long, and he would come here and play all day long until we were done with the second service. And one day we were sitting here one night, and I happened to be here. I'm not here a lot of times for the practices, but, but he was here one night. He's like, man, I'm really in a lot of pain here, man. I'm in a whole bunch of pain. I'm like, what's going on? He goes, I can't move my hands, man. It's just like, it's like I got carpal tunnel or something. I can't roll my papers up. I can't play the, or I can't play the, the keyboards. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling here, right? And so one, we, we said, all right, man, let's pray for you, bro. I mean, so Pete lays his hands, you know, we all just kind of pray. And Pete says, man, we're praying for the healing. And all of a sudden, Pete's hearing this cracking and popping, right? And Daniel's like, dude, what the heck, you know? And to this day, he has no problem. Warden was telling me just this week, we prayed for him this past, you know, a, a little while back. I forget what the circumstances were. He has to take, used to have to take great medication for a, he's got a cadaver bone in his neck. Prayed for him like he has had no problem since then. Guys, this stuff's real, but it's not something that we elevate above anything else, right? Just because it's got, somebody has a gift of that doesn't mean, oh, you're more spiritual than this person has a, has a gift of leadership, right? You catch what I'm saying on that? Because it's all for the benefit of the church. So as we think in those terms, as, we, as I got you kind of prepared, you know, like, like scripturally, I want to go over through, through some of these gifts. And as we're going over this, I want you to take your Connect card. Um, hold it, do I have a Connect card here? I do. Take this Connect card and put your name on it. And as I go through this list of gifts, I want you to put your name on this and tell us where you think your gift is? What do you think the whole, the spiritual gift you have? What is it? And now understand something. If you are not a Christian, if you're not a follower of Jesus, you ain't got one of these. I mean, I'm not trying to be, be funny about that. But the, the fact of the matter is, if you don't have the Holy Spirit in you, you don't have that gift yet. Amen? Got to kind of catch that. So, so don't feel pressure like, I, got, I guess I got you know, a gift of something like that. I don't know, but... But, but, but really be praying about this. I'm going to coach you through some of that. I'm going to list this. Then I'm going to coach you through before you make that decision. And then, but, but as, you're, as you're going through this, kind of see where God like, like tells you, this is what I've given you. And if you don't know, man, continue to pray into God. But I want to, want, to, want to lean into you a little bit on some of these things. The first one that we've talked about, and this is not by any means an exhaustive list, but it is a great list of the, of the ones that we've talked about so far. First off, wisdom I've already talked about. Wisdom, like, how do you know those things, right? Secondly, knowledge. 
how do you know those things too? But, but how, I guess wisdom is more like, how do you apply it? Knowledge is how do you know it, right? How do you, how do you get that deep concept of the scripture? Know, know that like you're an advanced learner all of a sudden, kind of like Dave was when I talked about it. What's that? Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, if, did, did, did everybody get a bulletin, by the way? Everybody get one? Should have got one? Should be in your bulletin. You could fill these out. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yeah, matter of fact, um, when I was on the plane yesterday, I actually switched around my, my uh, uh, message just a little bit. So if you didn't get it, thank you very much, Carl. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Okay, let me start back over. Is that cool? Everybody ready? Awesome. Wisdom. Right, the very knowledge of things, human and spiritual. That's what we talk about. How do you? How do you? How do you? You can you can you can take knowledge and just sort of apply it and help people understand it. Knowledge is like a deeper knowledge of this religion. You're an advanced learner, like I was telling you about about Dave. Man, it's like wow. How do you how do you know that? Faith. Now some people think, well, everybody should have faith. Yes, but for some of us, it's like a gift. Like it's like you just have it as soon as you get it. Like I I guess I came, came became a Christian. Like a long time before I actually came to have genuine faith, and it was a process for me. It wasn't like a, all of a sudden, boom, I just got it, right? Convictions, like you have convictions about God and spiritual things that cause you to approach life in a specific way. Like, it, like, it's, a, like it's a way that, that you, just, you are so sure that God is going to take care of things. And people look at you and go, man, how, are you so, how do you have so much faith, right? Healing, like we talked about, like Pete has this, this gift. Miracles. Uh, you have the strength and the power to, to restore something that is spiritually broken or someone that is spiritually broken, whether physically or whatever. So there's a, there's a you know, whatever jacked up situation, you have a, there's, God's given you a gift to fix it. Prophecy. Now, love this one. He said in 1 Corinthians 14, says, uh, but, but the one who prophecy speaks to people for their strengthening, encouragement, and, and consolation. Discernment, the ability to distinguish or, or judge. Man, I, I love this. Like, like they're, 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 my wife, I think, has this. Like, sometimes people uh, will come to me and they say, man, I want to do this. And I'm like, oh, man, that sounds like I'm a good person. And my wife will go, be careful. Like, she has this gift that I don't, I don't have. She's got lots of gifts I don't have, as a matter of fact. So I definitely married up. Gifts of tongues, right? Like, we don't, like we, we, we don't discount tongues or anything. We just don't elevate tongues to above everything else. See, tongues is a language, you, got, you have a language or dialect used by a particular people, distinct from that of other nations. This would also include an angelic language, which some people have the ability to speak. Now, um, you know, what, what Paul said in 1 Corinthians said that there is a, there is a, uh, a, if you have the tongues of men and of angels, but if you have no love, you have nothing. Interpretation of tongues, some people can interpret those tongues. Like, the, like that's just an amazing, you have this gift. And there's this gift called administration that I really want to help us understand. Like, people can organize stuff. Like, they, they, they're able to administer things and gather things and organize things that, 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 that to, to accomplish a process or a task. Like, you know, I talked about my wife having discernment. She really got the gift of, of administration. Like, when she was planning our daughter's wedding, it freaked me out some of the details she was dealing with. I'm like, how do you do that, right? And she strived on it, right? Like she just got this amazing gift. And frankly, I don't remember her having that before she came to know the Lord. I don't remember her having that organ. Like, like she can just organize things, and, and it's, it's incredible. And here's the thing: a lot of people elevate healing 
Like, they're like, wow, look at the, like an interpretation of tongues, wow, look at that. But then they go, oh, an administration, I guess with the gift, we'll use it. Man, let me tell you something. We need administrators, like big time. Like I was talking in the first service, and I think somebody actually came forward and said, I got you, Pete. But Pete's got like, like a stack of papers in the back, in the, in the office, man, of, of, of all his music sheets and stuff like that. Because the administrators haven't stepped up, right, and said, hey, we'll take care of this. We'll organize stuff. Not yet. We're a new church. We're still figuring this stuff out, right? We got, we got people that can, that can help with different that organizing things. Let me tell you something. We got teachers, and we got prophets, and we got all kinds of, all, like, all kinds of giftings and stuff like that. But we got nobody, like, organizing things at all, like, helping everything to sort of gel and, 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 and connect. We're going to be messed up. Like, uh, God's not going to, uh, God's like, man, you guys ain't ready for me to send you people, right? You're not ready for me to send my sheet to you yet, because you're not organized, right? We need administrators. Can I get an amen? Service. Ministering, the ability to accomplish the work of a ministry. Man, like, like actually serving people. Like, like, there are people that thrive on, on helping somebody out and, and getting somebody what they need and that kind of thing. Teaching. Like discourse with others in order to instruct them. Now, this is a little bit different than, than actually preaching. They can go hand in hand, and we use them interchangeably a lot. But teaching is helping somebody to, to understand the truths of God. Like, I, like I want to teach you. Some people just know it. Some people have the ability to actually teach it. And preaching helps, help, like, like teaching helps people to, to connect intellectually, and preaching helps people connect emotionally. Some people can do it both, right? Encouragement. Like, we have this ability to call, to call somebody to one side. I, I tell people all the time, um, if you don't know Cody Ketzner, he, he does our cleaning and stuff like that. He was in the first service. Cody's awesome at this. Like, people, he can tell people, man, you're, like, he can, like somebody could be stepping out of line and be like, hey, man, you need to be, where are you at? What you doing? What's going on? People don't get mad at him. <laughs> they say, oh, man, thanks. Man, if I say something to somebody like, hey, what you doing? Where are you going? Why, you know, why, you know, why, why are you acting this way? I mean, like, well, we get on my business, man. You know, it's in my heart. I don't, have that, I don't have that gift, but Cody's got it. Man, I love that, but we need that. Contributing and giving. Some of you now, we're called to be a cheerful giver. Some people, it just comes naturally. Some people got to work at this. Right? And that, but, but for some, like giving, if I don't give, I'm going to die, right? Leadership. Man. Leadership, do we need this? I don't have this gift. I'm, I'm praying God like, like gives me this. So some people think I'm due because I preach you know, and stuff like that. I don't have this gift yet. Like I have to really work at, at leading and things like that. But, but if you guys don't know Mitch Cunningham, Mitch can just, man, he'll, he'll just step into a situation. Okay, well, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. And everybody's like, all right, cool. Boom, and they're doing it, right? I'm like, how, dude, how do you do that, man? I'm like, got to be thinking about it, man, I got to be planning it out, you know, that kind of thing, and when I ask, people don't, don't like automatically respond, they don't just go, you know, it's just incredible to me, mercy, I don't really have this gift yet either, but I'm asking God for, like, like, when I, where, I, where I don't have them, man, I'm asking God, I give these things, but somebody leaves our church, I, I'm, I'm like, I got 200 people here that, that want to be here, right, I mean, this is a, I, I'm, I'm going to be shepherding and pastoring those folks, but folks like, Audrey Shuey, our Kid City director, will go after her and say, hey, everything okay? What happened? Is everything? You know what I'm saying? She has this gift of mercy. It's like somebody is, 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 has fallen away. Man, she has this, like, like I just feel, feel sympathy for some of these folks. I want to go after them, and it's like, man, I, 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 that's just not necessarily me. But thank God we have people like that in our church, amen. See, here's the thing I want you to do. I'm going to ask the, 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 the band, Jenna and the Jets. 
come up and, and, and finish us out because I want to, as you're going through those spiritual gifts, man, and, and, and I'm asking you guys, man, number one, here's the deal. Here's the deal on, on, on like these spiritual gifts. It is the Holy Spirit who decides to get, who gets what gift. Man, so many times we want to manufacture a gift that we think is cool. Like, I want the gift of healing, or I want the gift of tongues, or I want the gift of whatever. I want to, I want to, be a, I want to have the gift of teaching, or whatever it is, man. We, we, want to, we want to get it, and we want to manufacture it, and the Holy Spirit hasn't given it to us, and we want to try to make it happen, right? And it is the Holy Spirit who decides. We've got to trust God. We've got to trust the Holy Spirit that he knows who's supposed to have it. And we need to understand we're all in this together. We all get to see, you know, see, see God face to face one day, and that's going to be awesome. And we're going to fully understand why, right? I can't wait for that. The other thing is the Holy Spirit teaches you how to best use it. Like, like the Holy Spirit will, will guide you in how to use your gift. The Holy Spirit also expects you to use the gift. It's like, it's not enough for us to say, well, thank you, God, for giving me that gift. That's awesome. I have a gift of mercy or I have a gift of giving or I have the gift of healing or administration. That's fantastic. Great. And hide it under a, you know, hide it in a desk. That doesn't, doesn't make any sense. He says he expects you to use it. Can I get an amen? For the glory of God and for the use of his church. See, we're like part of Mrs. Jesus, right? You're his bride. It's exactly right. I don't know about you guys, but if somebody ever neglected my wife in any way or hurt her, I was right. I love her. Oh, I love her, man. Oh, yeah. If anybody ever neglected my wife in any way or harmed her, her little pinky toe, man, it'd be a fight, right? And so the Holy Spirit's like, look, I've given you this gift so that you can use this for the bride. Of Jesus. I get, I get, it's important for you to do this. And if we don't, we're in sin and we're in rebellion. Amen? That's the thing we've got to be kind of thinking about. Let me get back. I know we've got to go. Holy Spirit teaches you, expects you to use the gift. And each gift is just as spiritual as every other gift. Somebody has the ability to organize paperwork. For the glory of God, for the benefit of the church, is just as important as somebody that can heal. Catch what I mean? We, just because we put a different level of spirituality on one gift over another, man, does not make it so. What does it say? These gifts also must not be, last call, imposed on others. I've heard people say things like, man, I'm the only one, not, not necessarily in it, our church at all, I promise you that. But as actually my uncle, 20 some odd years ago, said, I'm so mad at my church, I'm the only one that shakes people's hands and really loves on people and really serves people. Man, I bring people this when they're in need and I go visit them in the hospital. I'm the only one that does it. Right? Like, dude, you got a gift for the benefit of everybody else, right? Amen? Catch what I mean? We can't be like, you can't be so everybody's got to be serving. Everybody's got to be healing. Everybody's got to be speaking in tongues. Everybody's got to be administrating. No, 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 no. That, man, we'd be worn out. And frankly, some people get burnout trying to do it all. And then the only way they can get out is to leave the church. 
See, I love it. Well, I don't love it. I hate it. When people said, me and Jesus are all right. I don't need the church. And over and over and over and over, it says, be unified. This is for the glory of God that we're supposed to be part of the church and use our gifts and our talents and our abilities and our, and our you know, how God has made us for the glory of, the, of God, for the benefit of the church. Over and over and over, the New Testament talks about be unified, be one, you're one body, right? Amen. The rest of us that have, that may not have a particular gift that somebody else has, must appreciate, not demand it out of others, and not be jealous of the gifts of our brothers and sisters. I can't be jealous of Pete's ability to heal. I can't be asking God, God, how come I can't lay my hands on somebody and they are healed, man? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep, man, there's this dude at at, uh, Home Depot, man. He's got a gimped up arm. I mean, man, I'm like, I pray. I grab my arm, grab his arm. I pray for him. God, heal this cat. Saw him a couple months later, still gimped up. But you know what? I'm going to keep praying for that guy, right? Just because I don't have it doesn't mean I don't do it. Just because I don't have a gift of mercy doesn't mean I can't be merciful. Just because I don't have a gift of serving doesn't mean I can't serve. Amen? When it comes to spiritual gifts, we must be generous. If you prophesy, prophesy. If you administer, administer with freedom that God has given us. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. And we must be free to use the gifts God has given. And so when you're mocking your gifting, where you think, on your connect card, and I expect a ton of you guys, turn them in. I want you to ask yourself three things. First off, which gifts do I naturally connect with? Which gift out of that list, like, hmm, that's, I think that's where God is leaning me toward. If you're, if you're sure or even if you're not sure, definitely do this. Ask those closest to you what gifts they see in you. Take a few minutes over the next, you know, couple of minutes or so, 10 minutes that we've got left, and ask the person next to you, like, if you know somebody, maybe you can even text, like, boom. And somebody says, why are you texting in church? Oh, I'm reading my Bible. No, I'm just kidding. Don't, don't, don't lie in church. Text your friend, hey, what spiritual gifts do you see in me? Do you think I'm merciful? Do you think I give cheerfully? Do you think I have a gift of administration? Do I have a gift of healing? Man, ask people. But those two things ultimately pale in comparison to the one you should really, truly be asking. Because we've got to be asking God to affirm the gift that he has given you, amen? For the benefit, for his glory, and for the benefit of the rest of the church. Father, we love you. I know we went a little long today. God is a, we have a passion, passionate plea to you that this is your church you have given great favor to. Our little church here has grown incredibly, and it's wonderful. But God, we may, we may or may not be ready for more. We ask for more, God. We, we plead with you for more, but we also plead with you to prepare us for more. Give us administration. Give us the gifts of healing, those who have it. Let them be revealed. Let them be revealed, those who have the gift of tongues. Let them be revealed, those who have the 
the gift of leadership. Let it be revealed, Lord, those who have those gifts, because it is for your glory we do it. It is for the benefit of the church, and it is ultimately for your kingdom. So that we can be ready for those who come. The growth you've given us, God, is incredible. And, and God, we know you wouldn't have given it to us if you, we weren't ready. But if you've got more for us, if you've got greater things for us, if you've got more people, more influence, more a greater kingdom that you want us to, to be a part of, Lord, prepare us in every way. It is for your son's glory, and it is in your son's name we pray. All New City Church says.